Okay. All right. We're doing it. Live talk show. Episode number... 40? Does anything take longer than me trying to figure out what episode number it is every time we do this? <laughs> you guessing, never correctly. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> well, I'm always off by like one or two. <laughs> but it's one of those things that whether you're off by one or off by a million, it doesn't matter. You're wrong. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's yeah. Just, you just need it's to true. Oh, you are close. This ad doesn't support Wesley. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Mm. All right. Here, this is episode... 39 of the Rough Dope Podcast. My name is Wesley. I'm joined today by Tim Rodriguez and Matt Armstrong. Gentlemen, eight Hello, years boys. eight years ago, 2011, where were you? Where were you? Uh, I've been with my parents still, I think. Yeah? Yeah. And look at you definitely now. Watched, look at you definitely now, watched then. the first episode uh, with my family. And, and they, here... they only survived like half of the nudity scenes and they turned it off <laughs> <laughs> and you decided to yeah keep... like the, the scene where amelia in the last like the last whatever two minutes of the first episode gets naked into the pool or in the hot tub they're like this show is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> never watched it again yeah. oh man oh yeah tim where were you you remember 2011 oh man yeah i was working for a broker at that point. Yeah, it was, that was a long time ago, living at home, sitting on my couch, probably eating fast food. Wait, so not, not a lot of changes like what, what I'm hearing? <laughs> oh, I'm not living at home anymore. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. What are you drinking there? Um, it's seltzer water and a little bit of bourbon. <laughs> okay, okay. Wow, interesting. Right. Cheers. Cheers. I uh I bought one of those like Game of Thrones bottles of beer and I forgot to bring it to Wes's place so I'm just gonna let it age forever. If, if it tastes like anything like the show, I, I don't want to have any of it. So. You can uh, you can pull it back out and uh, when the next uh, you know Robert's Rebellion show begins, definitely you can hear about all all more you can hear about more meaningless battles. <laughs> Where do we start? Well, I assume uh, that like when when they finish the books, there's going to be some form of like redo. Like, I've I've always wanted the show to just be animated, because like, you never have you don't have to pay actors. Like, so boom, like that cuts all the salary problem. Are you kidding? Look and at the two, animated movies that are out now. They have like ten A-listers, every one of them. Sure, but you're not paying Cersei a million dollars an episode <laughs> to stand yeah. and drink wine for five yeah. minutes. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I that, I think that was one of the reasons why they had to cut the uh, it down to six episodes because they were paying no. C.O.C. Lannister. This the the check that HBO wrote those guys had to have been blank because this is their <laughs> franchise yeah. show. How like I looked, yeah. So it was uh, two hundred million dollars. Yeah, was the... I think it was the uh, Wall Street Journal was saying that HBO lost twenty percent of their subscribers the next day <laughs> yeah. so. well, i believe that it's a shame it does seem like they could have just had something ready to go like couldn't they have had a couple other producers a young weiss and benioff ready to go with another series starting this fall yeah I mean, it's, it's, uh, 
missed out on opportunity. And obviously, I, did you guys watch the trailer for Westworld? No. No. Okay. Well, yeah, that that's not coming out until like mid year next year. Mm. So. Oh jeez. Twelve months yeah. of no like premiere television. Big shows. Like that, they still have great shows, but yeah, they don't have like their big blockbusters going mm. uh, currently. Yeah, I, I mean their shows. Have recently have been good, but they're not great shows. Or you're not gonna subscribe. You're not gonna pay an extra. Was it fifteen bucks a month? For right. Well, it, it's also like you know, like with Game of Thrones, with maybe potentially Westworld. Like Monday morning, that's the thing you're talking to people at the water cooler. Whereas like yeah. Silicon Valley or something like that, like you can watch that on your own time and like catch up with your friends you, you on love it, like, this, later in the week you love this water cooler term do you actually have water cooler in the office <laughs> well yeah actually i, I do have, you don't have a water dispenser <laughs> we they do don't but we don't like free water. Con- we don't congregate around it like we're not you know well, filing right, our like tps reports every like, 30 minutes or whatever when people come in to check in on you on monday like that's like a topic that gets brought up is game of thrones like that's yeah, what that's everyone true. watched on sunday but other shows like even like netflix like first releases like um stranger things like people give you like a week or two to like oh if you will finish it all or house of cards anything like that like whereas game of thrones you had to have watched it the night before or you just basically hide from society well i think that's one of the problems with being able to binge everything at once is because everybody was watching it at the same time or roughly around the same time when you binge it uh, some people have already finished everything, and some people have not. So it's kind of thrown that that system off, for for better or worse. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of the best parts about you know the the community of Game of Thrones or like any you know big fandom is that like the the period between Sunday to Sunday, like the entire fandom is trying to figure out oh what happens next, like mm-hmm. you know where is this character going, like oh wow I can't believe that happened, but and binging style, like, you don't have to wait. You just like, yep. what, what's going to happen in the next episode? Well, you just press play and <laughs> Sit play down the next and watch. Yeah, I can't even a... reach for the remote and pick it up before the next one has <laughs> auto-played. It's, so, it's that fast. Right, like, you're not, like, you're not, uh, it's before the I gratification even, is instant. I, I, I probably any. have a tolerance of, like, 15 seconds of credits before I'm like, oh, I should skip ahead. And it switches at 10 seconds. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, yeah, I was going to think of that, but it was going to take me another... Another few moment. <laughs> That's too exactly, good. it's kind of ruined, as Army likes to say, those water cool, uh, those water cooler Mondays <laughs> for people. So, should we talk about the show then? I guess. So final final season. We we talked. Uh, we got. We had a good chat up to episode three, I think. So we're really just. Yeah. Or maybe it's even four. Um, oh my God! One of these dogs just. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, I think it's really the, the second two episodes that we're trying to catch up on. Um, obviously, we had the Danny. I, I'm really struggling over here. Someone else recap what happened in the last two weeks. It's been wait, it's been three weeks, right? Yeah, it's been three weeks. Okay. Because we we did we did Battle of Winterfell, and then we had uh, oh, right. Last of the Starks. Yeah, we, and then well, we had we the had Bells. To, we had to do tactical analysis on the military geniuses at present for the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. 
So we have the last of the Starks episode. So basically aftermath where we were dealing with, you know, Danny freaking out because John is in the hall. Everybody's getting along with John. Nobody really cares that Danny's even there. And so she just kind of feels like she's getting lost. What a, what a, and, uh, what a statement about millennials there. It's like, oh, if I can't get public validation, my achievement is void. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you're in charge. You're winning. You should be happy. If you can't enjoy that, what are you doing? Yeah, she just sat there miserable the entire time because everybody was talking to John because he's a northerner and nobody was really chumming up to her and all excited. And so she was all butthurt about that. Hey, well, I mean, uh, it's it's just like a uh, another example of like you feel like it's rushed. Like the only way they can describe like because you can't be inside Danny's head like describing her despair or you know, her sadness that all her friends are gone or one of her kids is dead. It's that, like, you have to show her at a party, like, being a downer in the corner and yeah. for only, like, three minutes. So we're supposed to get, like, oh, she's, like, ready to fucking murder a million people. Uh, you know. Ready and willing. <laughs> ready and willing. Sorry, Tim, continue. Oh, yeah, and then it goes from that to her confronting John about everything that was said in episode two, um, about he how he's Aegon Aegon Targaryen, which which um, by the way, it's a completely meaningless storyline. Yeah, it turned out to be nobody even talks about it ever again. It, nobody ever. It, it actually yeah it, it plays it pays no meaning to the result. Yeah, to episode six, uh, played absolutely no meaning. Um, basically, Boris died for nothing. Um, I, it really, five. everyone died for nothing. Everyone in the show yeah. died for nothing. Because look what well, look, look I mean, the, uh, the Aegon storyline is only used to create, you know, a rift between Danny and John. To stress her out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the only person who like brings it up is Bran. So Bran did it all so that he could, you know, leapfrog Danny. If there had just yeah. been one scene at the very end of the show with him just rubbing his hands together with an evil look in his <laughs> yeah. eye. I would have accepted this entire dog shit season. Mm-hmm. I would have said, "Hey, all right, someone, someone is bad, is in charge, and he was yeah. the puppet master all along." That would be a fu- you know what? That might be how I choose to remember the show because I think that that well, would have actually pleased me. Wait, well, Bran, if you think about it, everything he did, like, why would he tell John that at the time he did, other than just to fuck with Danny? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm actually, I'm, I might be coming around to this. And if, no, if... yeah, I, I, there's been several like um, retcon added scene where like you know in in the end where like Bran is at the small council meeting and then he gets like whisked away to his uh, his tower uh, with Podrick. Like if like Podrick leaves him and like Bran stands up out of his chair and just like, oh wow, that that was pretty easy. And like he just—he's like super proud of himself that he like conned everyone. That's your that dream. Be, yeah, that would be epic. That was what we talked about for your long con with your mail order bride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where it's you like, also pretend to be wheelchair bound. Oh, I, I was watching this video. I was watching this video where they were comparing lord of the rings to the final episode scene for scene it was almost stroke for stroke the end of lord of the rings 
It was it was pretty absurd. Now looking at it, even the burning of the Iron Throne is like the equivalent of the Ring of, no, of Power. No new, no new material anymore, Tim. <laughs> it's all been done before. Four, four seasons of distraction. Okay, so how about this? Uh, I, I we don't need to analyze scene by scene. Things will just come up. But where? So so obviously we would all probably. I think we've all talked a little bit. Like we didn't like the ending. In general, the last some amount of time of the show was pretty pretty poor. Rather than say what would you have changed, because I think there's a million things that we could come up with to improve the world or, or the, our, our departure from this Game of Thrones world. Uh, how about this? When would you have ended the show? Because I I think that, that there's actually a couple of different logical endpoints that would have left the viewers more satisfied than where we ended up. Hmm. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't really have, like, an answer with that. I think um, some of the maneuvers that they made uh, several seasons ago cost them, like, what was probably the end game that they were supposed to reach for. But just having Cersei be the big bad guy and, like, her basically having no army made that Danny obviously had to get nerfed. Like, mm -hmm. her, she had to lose her army. Something happened to happen to the dragons because like three dragons like all the dothraki right. all the unsullied all the ships tyrells martells um fire and blood <laughs> tyrells and, Tyr and martells wow were they yeah. did we have see them the entire season other than no like, they they all died in season seven basically prince of dorne was at the the meeting yeah one guy at the end yeah yeah one guy um, but yeah so like you knew that like Danny's crew was just going to be like twiddling their thumbs until the, you know, what we had known this season was going to be the last season. So like, well, it's, it's either going to be the night King dies first and then they go answer Cersei or Cersei dies first. And then they go answer the night King and they did it in the order that was like least dramatic because, and really kind of foolishly. Cause like it was Tyrion's idea. The smartest man in the world, so. Mm -hmm. Regular, regular military genius. Yeah, so, yeah, what are, what are your ideas for, like, when they should have ended the show? So, and, and I don't, this would for sure anger a lot of people, but I personally would have appreciated the, how well it fit the show. Uh, I would have cut it off as when Arya was midair trying to kill the night king i would have ended the show right there and <laughs> left it all unanswered because the ultimate like this show to me has always been about confusion and shock mm -hmm. and shock value and it's like you could really surprise me with your choice in how this where this story is going to go and if you just chose to end the story right there that would have mm. been a a pretty i think that would have left it would have been a, a like a in uproar but a give me more uproar versus i felt like what we ended up getting is like a wow that was all a pointless reaction what what i think would have been a kind of a cool ending would have been when the bells are ringing in episode five and you see danny rearing up on on drogon and you see her angry but you don't know what she's gonna do yet 
I think that would have been a nice place to stop because you you then you can let your imagination go wild and just see wait is she really going to do this is she really going to kill everybody or is she just going to take out Cersei like you if you end it right there you never know and to just kind of let your mind go wild on it because you know she's going to end up winning at that point but where is it going to go from there you wouldn't know if you ended it right when she's on the back on Drogon's back like yeah. crying i i felt like she was such a for the last three seasons a a weak character like there wasn't yeah, much she was. de- she, there wasn't much, very much depth to mm-hmm. her like internal strife it just seemed exactly. like she was angry and entitled <laughs> and that really wasn't so so her her storyline was actually much less interesting to me than like the starks versus everyone the Starks versus the night the night king like i i didn't care at all about danny's quest for the entire show and so her character's significance within it held very little weight for me whereas i felt like the starks were they were the core of the show for me and then the the like the secondary group being the lannisters yeah uh yeah another thing that i really struggled with in in the last couple seasons is how little importance john has played how big a how big a role he was in the previous six seasons and then in season seven and season eight he's just sitting on the sidelines basically it's like he died leading up to that yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but he had the battle of the bastards in season six which was such a huge moment and a huge event for the show and then in season seven and season eight he's just sitting on the sidelines the entire time yeah but then again, you have to think that that's probably closer to reality than 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 we want. Like we want the heroic leader to be heroic and be a leader. Uh, and we don't. And when we don't get that, it, it's it's a disappointing thing. Even if it's no, it doesn't lessen the story anyway. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I felt like overall. But the, we still we still got some foolish fantasy character with Arya. Yeah. She was like the epitome of like some X Men that got all the vengeance that we ever wanted. She yeah. went and wiped out the entire house prey, and then she killed the Night King out of the blue. So like, you can't be like, oh, you're subverting expectations because John's built up to be this like, you know, the rightful king, and he's gonna right all the wrongs of you know, monarchy, but. It's not subverting when you have the, you know, mutant face changing like stealth character end up doing all the fancy things anyway. But yeah. also but also she didn't do enough of that. Like she only did the faceless mask thing the one for time. For season seven. Yeah, for season seven basically and then uh and we didn't see it this year. Yet. It's like you yeah, have like, superpowers so, and you're not using them. They did that several times, right? So there's I guess it was episode four, the scorpions, like, kill the dragon with ease. Like, they, one, two, three, all shots at the dragon. And then mm-hmm. the next episode, 40 scorpions are shooting at Drogon, and they're Can't all Can't hit missing. anything. Yeah. 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 So, like, they, they were constantly, like, It's lazy. That's, that's on, lazy, lazy storytelling. Yeah, on, on continuity. Like, yes, Arya should have just, like, put on a Lannister outfit and walked right up to Cersei and stabbed her. There's no way anyone would have seen that coming. 
Right. Yes. Because no one had ever seen a faceless man before. She could have been the old guy. And she wiped out House Ray like by herself. She's five. She, she could have dressed up as the mountain. I right. would have enjoyed the mountain taking off his face. Just any any. And <laughs> I'm being and, and that, that, that <laughs> That's like the big, you know, fuck you about this. It's like, you you're you've got Arya who's you know kind of unexplained. And then you've got Bran, who you're also like, what is this guy's character's like strengths? He can, you know, see the past. He can warg into people in the past. He can warg dogs, ravens. And then for the last three episodes, and yeah, even episode three, he does squat. He doesn't really do anything. He doesn't do anything. He's, he's like he, he wargs the ravens, which is probably the least impressive thing that he can do. Yeah. And it doesn't achieve anything. It's like, oh, I see him. He's coming. Like. Whoa, the Night well, King's coming? I had no idea. Thanks for giving well, me the heads up. Also, a major question is, he keeps on saying, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. And you never, and they never tell you where he's going. Yeah, he's going to ask for Not, more advice about how to become the king. You never get... He's got you, gambling you never debts that need once. to be paid, Tim. He's flying yeah. in and out of <laughs> his local casinos. They never explain that. Like, even during the battle, he's just warged the entire time. He's just sitting there warged the entire time. Why does he warg into the Night, Night King, King? And, and tell his army to stand down? If he really cared about his people, if he was a, a real protector of the realm, he should have well, tried. I'm pretty no, sure he's he evil. can't warg. He's evil in my mind. He didn't do shit. He basically, the only thing that he did, he manipulated Danny and John into hating each other. And then he yep. swooped in on on the seat. So like he always knew he was going to be on that seat, but he he could have directed whoever in a way that wouldn't have had. It, he no, could have put like died. a banana on the stairs and had Danny crack her head open. And then you know John doesn't take the throne and Bran's <laughs> on the throne either way. I mean if he he's all knowing. He could have yeah, gonna... done anything. You're gonna send him. I mean, that's funny. You're gonna send a kid in a wheelchair up the stairs to. <laughs> to no, no. Like, he just like next time he like, uh, you know, slicks the 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 streets so she falls down and cracks her head. I don't, I don't know, but it's just like one of those things where like if he knew he would be, everything, he would like be a, an incredible assassin. <laughs> I want to hire the best. Well, Matt. He, he, he works with bananas. <laughs> but he'll do it for a good price. <sighs> yeah, no, no no empathy for his own people. Let half of the armies die. Half of the people that he would have led, let him die for no reason. Fighting the Night King. Seems strange. And it's also like, so the big major events of this season, you've got the Battle of Winterfell... You've got John is Aegon Targaryen. You've got Danny blew up the entire King's Landing. The the people in the on the continent don't seem to think that those were like monumental events that happened. Cause like you know at the end the little montage scene, everything is just back to normal. Like oh we have a king mm -hmm. again. Like these people yep. are like the lords and their regions are back to being the lords. It's like. What was this all for? Like, it's not really a democracy. It's not really like a change system. So yeah, 
I, I they're like, oh, we're breaking the wheel. It's like, no, you're just put, reinstating the old system. Yeah. Um, it's just now, instead of lineages getting passed on, it's just now you have a committee and you guys vote on the com- and whoever's on the committee gets to vote on who's king, basically. That's yeah. such a bad system. Because obviously it's just going to create like power vacuums and like people will want, oh shit, I, I still want to keep the Starks on there because they treated me well. Oh shit, I, I hate the Starks. They haven't treated me well. And then you've got backstabbing going on again. Like, oh. you didn't really change anything. I think well, that's, also, the, that's the whole point. Is that, that's the whole point of the show is that like all of life this goes was for on. nothing. Is that like I've I always have like when people have asked me like people who don't watch the show like how did how it is how do I describe it? It's like the, I think the most concise way is like people doing unpleasant things to other people. And and that's really it for no for no apparent purpose. Like <laughs> it's a series of grudges that everyone sort of rightfully holds against each other. And they just try to get. They spend the. They spend eight years trying to get even. For stuff that they didn't even weren't even a, around for. Yeah. Well, also, also on the committee, uh, was it? How, how many committee members? The majority of the committee members were all members of either the Stark or Tully family. Those people are clowns. Like, yeah, I'm not surprised they didn't come up with a, a solid plan for ruling. Like, they couldn't manage themselves out of a. You know. Couldn't hit a uh, baseball with a barn door. Like the well, the thing with um, the whole pl- like this democracy was also created by the like traitor captive of Grey Worm was yeah. given his last last speech to the big council it's meeting. All? It's like why he yeah him and John should have just been killed me like John maybe not so immediately after like. Danny is whisked away. Here's like, an idea, like, John. Here's Gray, an idea. Gray Worm would have been like, oh, where did she go? But, like, Tyrion should have just been killed right on the stairs. The second he throws his, like, hand of the king pin, like, one of the uh, Unsullied should have just like, yeah, you're dead. Like, it's gotta there's be... no captive. We don't put you in jail. There has to be pomp and circumstance around everything, Army. Only the named white character. Wow. <laughs> well, that's why you get a name day. <laughs> what was it uh yeah another thing i was talking about this with army before the cast was um uh, yeah why didn't john just jump on drogon and fly out why didn't he just tell them that she left with the dragon <laughs> was, oh, he's, she took off she told me i'm in charge she'll be back <laughs> like, <laughs> why not like no one, who else was there no one else no one else was that's also there. true unless I mean, you can, you can play it coy oh, like that. Were you there, Rally? One of my, uh, it's it's a, a pet peeve I have on a lot of movies. That Was that this, intentional? A pet, pet peeve? A pet yes. peeve? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, it was intentional. I totally thought about that. Um, <laughs> but so, like, the 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 stare-off with Danny and John, they're they're talking about, like, you know, how the, how the new rule is going to be. And we see John come in. He's got his, you know, long claw sword and his dagger that he eventually uses to kill Danny. And they're talking face to face. We see their bodies. And then, like, when he does the final, like, stabbing blow while they're kissing, like, he just stabs her, right? But she would have seen him do an action to Mm -hmm. get a dagger out of his, like, sheath. Like, it's not like... 
Oh, come on. The Night King back. couldn't stop Arya from stabbing him with a Valyrian steel I dagger. It, it's just one are of those things, me that like, the way it's, warrior the way queen. it's shot, she, she would have been like, hey, oh, hey, why are you grabbing that thing out of your pocket? Like, No, she was <laughs> she was enraptured by the feeling of his lips. Yeah. She, was, she had some awesome, crazy eyes going. I was oh, totally sold that she was... She had gone Blackout bonkers. at that point. Yeah, I thought I thought she's done really well, acting wise, with like not a lot of health dialogue. Like her and John, like they have no chemistry. I never bought this like love interest thing that we're supposed to like buy into for us to have any emotion in that last scene. Because after after the fact, after blowing up like half like half of King's Landing. Yeah, she should just be dead. Like, no one's be like, oh, you know, I really like this journey, but, you know, she stepped over the line, someone needs to kill her. So, like, we, the only balancing part of that is we have to be like, John actually loves Daenerys. But I never thought that. That was, like, a fling for, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, just really kind of missed on the setup for that, too. Well, also, everything to lead up to that... I'm surprised she was so leeringly looking at John, considering he had been acting really estranged towards her for the last, what was it, two episodes, two to three episodes, Mm -hmm. leading up to that point. Like, she should have been questioning why he was there, and especially um, in that situation. She doesn't have to. John John passed the the secret... Uh, door uh, lock of Drogon outside. It's like, oh, he knew the secret secret words to say to Drogon to, <laughs> to get past the lock. Yeah, there should have been Unsullied guarding her. Like, yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's yeah, just kind of poorly framed. Um, and then of course, yeah, the dragon not killing John, but blowing up the Iron the throne, throne because. He knew the symbolism of the throne was what killed uh, Danny and not John, really. Like, uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, pathetic. Dragons are intelligent creatures. Yeah, <laughs> I believe that they are intelligent creatures, but the fact is, <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, fantasy creatures will be whatever people say they are. Yeah, but, uh. Yeah. That ending. Another another just like filming pet peeve was the Arya magically appearing next to John when oh, they're yeah. like standing at the long stairwell and like he sees Arya and then like he turns around and then like Arya's right behind him again and he's like, How'd you do that? It's like she, oh yeah, I just ran past all the unsullied like super quick and like no one noticed me. It's like, <laughs> what are you what? She just That's teleported. They're yeah. all doing that. Grey Worm, like, beat, beat, uh, <laughs> yeah. who was it, to the, the Yeah, trial? he beat John. It's like, John told him, like, oh, I'm going to go see Ari, or go see Danny. And then, like, the next scene, Grey Worm beat him there with the entire <laughs> army, like, <laughs> around. Yeah, was, was Grey Worm just in a balls-out sprint the entire time? Like, after slashing throats? Maybe they're all Grey Worm. Like, we've never seen any other guys <laughs> with their helmets off. I like that idea. It's like, it's like a Django Fett. Yeah, yeah clone troopers. Clone. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that right, Timbers? Is it a clone? Okay. Puppy. <laughs> Any other problems with the show? 
<laughs> I hate that they they uh, they made Edmir an idiot again. <laughs> that was yeah. Something else. What? He's like a bumbling thing. fool. This was like... a very serious show. Like I would say, the show was ninety-seven percent serious for the eight seasons, and then the last episode, instead of like two percent levity, it was like twenty percent. Like they yeah. had Edmir clowning around. They had. I mean, I yeah, don't know but if it Sam. Was, I, yeah, Sam. Like, it probably wasn't meant to be a joke, but they had um, like the whole Brienne writing in the book. Like, okay. but it, that I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, just well, and all, and also the final sequence, the final sequence of the entire show oh, of yeah, them like, at the table, the money haggling, over the yeah, taxes. haggling over prostitutes. It's like what? You're all this, what? all this fighting and death. So that you could have Littlefinger's job. Bronn. <laughs> Bronn, yeah. Bron, the guy who just, like, suggested he would kill Tyrion and Jaime, is given Highgarden. They, they, they uh, Lannisters played their, paid their debt to give, like, the biggest house in, like, the entire continent to a sellsword who tried to kill them. Oh, uh, come on, Army. All these people and then started he's, like that. He's the master of coin. A guy reasonably who doesn't know how to read there's no way he knows how to read it's not like he has educa- any education but can he, like can he do math i doubt it yeah he forked over his castle like in season five like <laughs> oh I'll, I'll i'll come with you jamie to dorn like maybe i'll get a better castle out of this like you what you should why are you not happy with your current castle all right well we're welcoming in our our a special guest Dialing in, join us, Olivia Fawn. How are you? Welcome to the show. <laughs> I can't hear Olivia. Is she talking? Are you? I think you may be mm-hmm. muted. Hello. I don't. Think she, I don't even know if she can hear us. <laughs> the inaugural phone call into. Uh, oh, this is harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah. Well. Any other things that I don't like? I hated all of it. So <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot yeah. of wasted storylines. Oh, what was it? Uh, Ola. Them, the Ola, como esta? Hello. <laughs> Hi, Trevor Talk. Oh my goodness! Wow. What a We're great conference just... call. <laughs> this is episode thirty-nine of the Rough Up Podcast. It's not a conference call. This is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tivers. Oh. Elmo, come here. Elmo, come here. Elmo, Elmo, come on. Come on, bud. Oh, yes. Hi, Elmo. It's me, Elmo. Wow. Elmo has lost all its color. <laughs> Elmo, oh, Elmo why are you so excited? Tell me that dog doesn't look like the Joker. <laughs> Elmo, do you look like the Joker? With the eyeshadow? <laughs> oh, damn. Heath, is that you? Hi. <laughs> Heath, is that you? Emma, is that you? Does Emma okay, have any bye. thoughts about Game of Thrones? Emma left. He's not There's interested. actually an Elmo Tully in uh, the book. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, is there's it? also Grover and Cleve. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Grover <laughs> and some other guy. But yeah, like the Tullys are all named after Muppets. <laughs> Is there a, uh... there <laughs> uh... I'm on a conference call. <laughs> oh, do we have another guest? Welcome to the show. Yes. 
That's Tim. That's Matt. That's okay. Tibber Talk. Hey, Matt. Wow. Welcome to the That's show. We're the most Tim, viewers we've sister. ever had. Hey. How another, are we doing? Oh, is it a doggy guest. party? It's a doggy party. For it supposedly wasn't a podcast, but it's a conference call. I called it a conference call. <laughs> Hey, we're live on Twitch too. Nico, so. your best friend. That's true. We're, we're live we're on streaming Twitch. Live. The money's Nico. flowing. Nico, <laughs> Nico, it's your cousin Timberton. He's like going crazy. <laughs> I know. Look, Nico, look. I can put you on. Oh boy. Timberton, <laughs> why do you look so close? Oh my goodness. Can we hold Nico like that? Yeah, try. Try hold it. Like he, yeah, he just puts him on his Nico's just like, he's not like, he's too flimsy. He's too flimsy. <laughs> oh no, it's the reason fell over. Back to the show. Fawn ladies. Fawn sisters, do you have any uh, commentary about the Game of Thrones season finale? My sister? Uh, no, I'm out. I'm out. No, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> You need to leave. Sounds like someone hasn't watched it yet. Stumbled into the podcast. <laughs> she she watched it. She just doesn't want to hear about you guy complaining about it. <laughs> like how I had live complaint the whole time. Couldn't even enjoy the show. Matt's heckling is part of that the was, show. That was relatively chill for me. I'm usually like pacing yeah, around. Because I was like, guys, did you watch Guys, just watch the fucking show. That's what I said. <laughs> Army, yeah, it's true. Army didn't that he didn't go above and beyond. I've seen that guy watch like I don't know anime and like yell at his cell phone at three a in the morning, like angrily, <laughs> angrily reacting to time yeah. a cutie. Well, I didn't control the mo- remote. Usually, like I need like five minute breaks, like every like ten minutes, like to like freak out. So I had to just like roll with the. <laughs> the fam. It happened too fast for you. Baby Raleigh! Raleigh, what do you have to think about the show? Now, out of 10, what would you rate the show? Now that it's complete. Overall? Now that it's complete. The entire experience. I'd still give it a solid 8. It's just it didn't land. 8? For a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, I would still give it a (laughs) 7. Even though, like, I basically, I quit in season 5. Other, like I heard about Hard Home, and I watched it, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm back." That was awesome, and I've watched ever since, like completely hating almost every element. I don't like the characters. I don't like the plot. I think like everyone is stupid in the show. The pacing, like everyone teleporting everywhere, like really just bothered me. <laughs> but like... I, I can't, I can't avoid the spoilers, so I have to watch it. It was a meta. It was a meta shift. You just have to adjust. Now TP is. Yeah, I, I, I did. TP. I was getting blackout <laughs> drunk before the episode, but it was great. Yeah, like I. Uh, I, I mean, before season seven, the teleporting wasn't bad. <laughs> well, once once season seven occurred, like everybody was from episode to episode, they were in like in different sides of the country. Euron, Euron was the worst. Like. His fleet was like all over the continent. Like, forget how far it's going. Mm-hmm. How about how quickly he built it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. This, this barren wasteland. Like, I'm gonna build a thousand ships. Well, why didn't you just do that in the first? Yeah, right. Why like, didn't anyone you... before you think of that? If you had the resources, like, what were the constraints? Yeah. Logical. 
Euron. Bad, bad character. Oh, Euron was the most abused character in terms of from the book to the screen. His character just was absurd. He was, he was strictly added to, like, lop off, like, side characters. He took out all of Dorne. He yeah. basically removed Theon and Yara storyline. Um, mm-hmm. Yara. He got Jamie out of King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah, he wiped out a dragon. They really, yeah. they really undid a lot of very developed, invested storylines for nothing. No payoff. Mm-hmm. How many times did we see Yara, and what did she end up doing? <laughs> it's one of the yeah, it's one of the funny things that people like in that final, the final council meeting is, you know, everyone's voting I for Bran to be king, and then Sansa's like, Nah, fuck that, I want to be independent. <laughs> And it's like, wouldn't like, yeah, wouldn't Yara and the guy from Dorne be like, oh shit, I also want to be. You also want to be independent, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah, fuck this, I don't want to. Ah, you come on, Matt. Group. They, they're clearly respecting like the dibs. Yep. Like, they, oh, they already, I already said it. Oh, I picked it already. <laughs> like, oh yeah. man, I should have thought of that. Ah, it's only one time offer. Like. <laughs> it's also funny because like the, the guy from Dorne had probably never met any of those people i've never seen that yeah it's like oh we're gonna i'm gonna trust this guy who's supposedly a prisoner and he's a midget that he's telling me the truth about this guy in a wheelchair that's the right like, word weren't you didn't we just <laughs> learn about this <laughs> that is not a bad term that's a over term? yeah small people midget the guy well they call the him midget the entire show a little people so. yeah he's a new they call him an imp and a midget the entire show. Right. So. Sure, yeah, but there are able. shows where they use like racist terms. Yeah, but they're they're ableist, right? So like the guy in Dorne is not gonna follow a guy in the wheelchair and a small person. It says right here it's offensive. It's offensive and I'm offended. I'm You're offended I'm for just, all the little I'm people out there. Speaking through the vision of a guy from Dorne who knows no one at that meeting. Okay, I He's I'll just gonna be that. like Yeah, like this guy was in chains telling me this story about <laughs> Brand, about like, Brand being the smartest wait, guy ever. Forget, forget that part. It's like literally imagine being that guy and sitting down and being like his the ten minutes before that scene starts. He's he's like walking over and they're telling him like, yeah, here are the details of the case. Like he's on trial right now. He's done all these bad things. When you get there, like be sure you let these people talk because they're the high authorities. Like they've just fought this war. You'll get to vote when they decide whether or not to execute him, or you'll be there to, to display it. But but just you know, be ready for this trial. It could could get intense. The guy's life is on the line, and five minutes goes by, not even, and all of a sudden the guy has immediately determined the new constitution for the nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what a turnaround! Like incredible. <laughs> you're like dealt the uh, worst hand you could possibly have, and all of a sudden you're running the sh- you're running the show again. Yeah, even worse, he gets picked to be uh, Hand of the King again. Is there yeah, any more right? unsuccessful Hand of the King than him? No. Yeah, he's, well, he's the worst. I mean, other than saving the town from Blackwater, yes. He basically was sentenced to die for a murder he didn't commit. Then he was exiled. Then he joins Danny. Basically Come. loses like yeah. three towns in a row. And then is Hand of the King again. 
pretty good. It's 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 really a coin flip if you're living his life because every day you wake up, you might be the second most powerful person, or you might be about to die. And like, so I'm like, let me call him. Oh. I'm on the conference call. What are, any, any, uh, <laughs> you guys just flipped for some reason. <sighs> Probably because she spoke more recently. Let's let's go the other way. Uh, favorite part of the show? Ever? Favorite part of the show? Yeah. I've always Ever? liked the costumes and the music. Have always been awesome. Yeah, and, and pretty much all cinematography. Yeah, yeah, production value, yeah. cinematography is fantastic. Yeah, this like the locations they've been like in the winter in the like in Ireland, Dubrovnik, mm-hmm. like all those places have been like really cool. And oh, it's Croatia? like like they had like a big television bu- budget, but like it wasn't like movie budget, but they were able to operate in like relatively big scenery, like big production areas. So yeah, that's always mm-hmm. been impressive. Yeah, I mean, in terms of episodes, uh, my two favorite episodes are Hard Home and Battle of the Bastards. Hmm. Uh, two best episodes for me personally. Yeah, um, yeah Hard Home yeah, was epic, but like, uh, yeah, was... if you go back, like, this, it just like taints the rest of the show. Is the mm-hmm. like the end of Hard Home is this badass dude raising the dead? Like, come mm-hmm. at me, bro! And then at mm-hmm. the end of it, like, he barely lasts a night. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't even yeah, last that's... a long night. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and that's... he's been walking from like the north for eight years. I, I mean, that was one of the major problems with the show, just in general, was that uh, the Night King and the White Walkers were pretty much an afterthought, um, in relative to the rest of the realm. Obviously, it was major importance to John, but to everybody else, it was an afterthought. Everybody thought it was a joke. It was written. Um, it was written so poorly. Where so much of what was interesting about the show was the motivations of the characters, and and how how intensely they would act on those motivations. This this character, no motivations, no no yeah. reason to be trying to conquer anything. You're just a zombie. Like you're not. You don't need resources or anything. Like there's no reason for you to need this. Um, and then yeah, it shifts from being this show that's all about this. You know collection of like grandmaster chess players trying to outmaneuver each other into a zombie epic and mm-hmm. and a bad i mean yeah not a very well executed war war movie as well no yeah that's we needed brand to give like a flashback or a zone in to like seeing like why are they coming now or like what it, what is the importance they just he just straight out says like Oh, they want to kill me because I know everything. Like, well, I think the motivation is that you, they return humans to be animals or something, or is that my thinking of something else? No, they they want to wipe out humanity because they're the ones who like destroyed them. So I don't, you know, it was like two sentences from Bran. They just like immediately bought it. So yeah, we're gonna use Bran as bait because. They're gonna give out all their defenses to try and kill Bran. Right, right. But how do you know that? Why does Bran know that? Bran exactly. Couldn't, couldn't have like 
a little like mind meld standoff with the Night King to find out what they were doing. A conversation? Yeah, just like <laughs> anything. Nope, just mindless zombies coming forward, so whatever. It seems yeah, like who knows? it seems like the Night King also probably mindless, because I can't imagine it's a pleasurable experience to travel with a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't know, because, like, there is that scene where they have, you know, they have, like, the 13, like, White Walker guys, and they turn mm -hmm. the baby blue, and, like, mm -hmm. it looks like they have a society, and they, ha they have capes and weaponry, so, like, they should have brains, but, like, they're pretty stupid in the end. Well, so. well, also, they make this, like, screeching sound, so is that how they communicate to each other? Like, uh, do they, because they doesn't seem like they have vocal cords do they how do they communicate to each other do they um do they communicate to each other telepathically we don't know that i mean we don't know yeah we, we don't, don't know. get anything about that yeah we, like so like they have the intelligence to like oh hey let, let's go get some of those chains pull that dragon yeah. out of the mm -hmm. water because i know i can resurrect the dragon it's like oh wow that's pretty like deep knowledge and we don't get any explanation for why they were doing that in the first place. Well, also, where did they get these enormous chains to begin with? Yeah, it's, I was just thinking that. Uh, no, yeah, no, no answers to that stuff. But where did they get those just one, one more thing about the depth. Like, I don't, I actually don't even need motivations. Like, I think that's probably would, would be asking too much for a, a character like this. But just describe his powers, like you just did. You know, if you watch any bad action movie, think of those uh, Pacific Rim style movies, right? They dev they devote probably like five solid minutes of one of these nerdy scientist people talking up how powerful this bad thing is, <laughs> so that when it comes in to kill the main characters, you're worried. You're like, ah, this thing seems pretty daunting. Night King, what did we get? He can be killed by only uh, Valyrian steel or per perhaps dragon fire. Mm -hmm. Dragon glass, and uh, and he can bring things back from from the dead. That seems to be about it. He walks very slowly, <laughs> and that's walks it. It's like there's motion. not much to hear there. It's like it's a zombie, great, and he or he's a necromancer who raises other zombies, and he can be killed by a special weapon. The first thing you tell us about it is that he can be killed by this weapon. So of course we know he's going to be killed by that weapon. He can throw a javelin really hard, really fast. It seems like that someone should have thrown. They should have thrown a bunch of dragon glass at him, <laughs> like ninja stars, and just had like or arrows, and you shoot fifty arrows at him when he walks into the whisper, whisper wood or whatever, well, and he can't that's block. That's kind him of home. where I thought they were going because remember the scene where Arya is throwing daggers. Yeah. She's throwing the dragon glass glass daggers. I thought that's probably what was going to oh, either they, an arrow. Oh, they, well, they got or... you. They got you, Tim. They got yeah, you. They, they said, oh, you think Arya's going to kill him by throwing a knife and stabbing him with it? Well, guess what? He's going to kill him. She's going to kill him with a knife. Gotcha. But gotcha. <laughs> you didn't see that gonna coming. She's going to come flying from nowhere. She's going to teleport from nowhere and stab him with a Valyrian dagger. Just seems unlikely that someone who could react to someone flying out of nowhere at full speed could not react to that person dropping the dagger right in yeah, front the of their jack, face. Yeah, the dagger falling. And then stabbing yeah. them. It's like, if you um, dropped a dagger in front of my face, I'd fucking get away from me. <laughs> that's true. 
Uh, yeah, he was just flying on a dragon, fighting on a dragon. So he, obviously he has good reflexes, but he doesn't have enough time to go back and forth with Arya. I don't know. The dragons uh, are like that. That's gonna be a real big letdown in the books. Like if fucking John rides a dragon, and then like a week later it dies, and John doesn't mention a thing about it, like, <laughs> that'd be really sad. It's just as bad as like yeah. you know not saying goodbye to your dog. But, like, you bonding with, like, this fucking epic magical creature and then, like, it getting killed and you never saying anything. It's, like, just not enough time to talk about shit like that. But. Of course there's time. They spent two minutes Tyrion pushing chairs around. Yeah. <laughs> they spent five minutes uh, Daenerys walking downstairs. Yeah, it's talking about, like, budgeting at the council meeting for the last 10% of the show. They have plenty of time to have these conversations. Oh, we predicted it. Wasn't mentioned, so I think we can pat ourselves on the back for this. Uh, the magical necklace the, that um, Red Woman wore, never mentioned mm -hmm. again. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's it's the the death of all the magic in the world. No one actually wants it. Yeah, even at the end, it's like, oh, I'm going to go find Drogon, and there goes Bran. He's gone. Off he goes. There's so many like weird like scenes if you just go back and watch it remember there was a scene where Tyrion like comes up on Bran's like Bran you must have a lot to talk about and they like you know cut the scene so we don't actually hear what Bran and Tyrion are talking about talking it was about, like yeah. three or four seasons ago what were they talking about like they didn't they didn't explain like oh they were now planning all this leave. yeah like I, or uh, or what was it three or four episodes ago when he's talking about wait, oh, the abilities that? of of the of the um, three eyed raven, he's like, well, we're trapped in a castle. Well, what else are we gonna do? So he's like, so he just talks with yeah. Bran for yeah, for but hours. we don't we don't get to hear that conversation. I like to think, don't know I, what that is. I don't, I've, I've forgotten that um, scene. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose now to believe in my altered reality that the producers thought that scene was in the show and released this whole season as is. And, and they thought oh, there's a scene that's filmed somewhere it just got cut out by accident and the scene is them talking about this <laughs> devious plan to put Bran as the king and he outlines the entire plan in like seven minutes and they think it's in the show and they're they're shocked that the public is outraged another like one of the post-mortem uh, Monday morning quarterback things was about how like they fucked up the show by not having Tyrion turn to the dark side like he's a pretty evil shit in the second half of the books and like he he ends up you know suggesting things that are pretty evil and so when he's just this nice guy the him like going to cersei like multiple times and like appealing to her being a good mother you're just like where did this shit come from it like come from. you hated her <clears throat> you, she wanted you dead you left the city, like, wanting to kill your dad and Cersei. And then the next time you interact with her, you're just like, oh, she she, she can't do anything evil. She She's a good mom. It's like, where did that come from? Like, you hate well, her. The, the thing is, was they mixed, like, Barristan Selmy's character, like, the <laughs> niceties of Barristan Selmy, and they mixed it with Tyrion's, like, cynicism. So it's like... Tyrion cynicism with Barristan Selmy's 
like niceties. And they made this odd character that's not really Tyrion. Because Barristan Selmy is still alive in in the books. Yeah, Tyrion's doing evil shit. So Yeah, yeah exactly. So they kind of like you can't have Peter Dinklage like doing fucking like blow and like fucking hookers on TV. <laughs> so they made him a nice guy. Which is yeah. like not what they, makes that character they, special. There were a few hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so basically the last three seasons of Tyrion's character are like completely out of left field in, in That's, comparison to the that previous five. That is the core of what disappointed me about the show, is that the characters started behaving out of character. Was that Littlefinger yeah. became overwhelmed by his lust for Sansa and that his entire 40-year mm-hmm. plan was blind, was blind to this fact that oh. she might not be into him? That was season five. He fucking sends off Sansa to the north, and like he says, "Oh, I haven't done any research into Ramsay. What? Why fucking move your chess piece if you don't know what you're doing? Like, right. That Where, doesn't sound and like. And what him have you been waiting for? Where's the research? There's not like yeah. five thousand kingdoms. There's seven. Yeah, there's only like ten houses, and you should know like the kid that you're sending, your biggest, your queen, like your biggest chess piece you have left is Sansa and you're just going to send it off to some guy you actually don't know the background to like that's the downfall of like Littlefinger as like a master manipulator like he knows like 40 steps ahead no he fucked up like royally his only like real piece he had to play anymore and then so it's just like three seasons of him like trying to be like uh, a shit disturber with Arya and Sansa and John. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not very, like, yeah, not 40 chess, like, you think he's playing. Same with well, Varys. Like, Varys, Varys, his last maneuver is trying to poison Danny. And how does he fail? Like, that's not very hard to do. Like, you could probably just strangle Danny if you wanted to kill her. Like, it's, it's another example of, like, in the same way that, like, Night King had to personally go and be there to take out Bran, even though there's no reason for that is like yeah you could just you could let the zombies take the castle like they were winning right right but the but yeah the brand the the, um yeah the the little finger thing it's like you don't have to take this risk for any reason like you could just wait and things will break your way like all these people in the show are trying to fuck each other up and all you have to do is not be on the wrong side at the wrong time and you'll be fine Edmure had a chance to claim the throne, and that guy was <laughs> yes. couldn't carry Littlefinger's jock. A lot of characters like that, but yeah, very out of. Move character. on. The uh, so like the the show ends up wrapping up, which was also quite a disappointment. Was that all our favorite characters are kind of like alone, like they mm-hmm. they're not really happy, like. Sansa's the queen, but we don't really know, like, who is she going to marry? Like, how's the rest of the house looking? Arya's sailing off to kill herself. Ooh, yeah. it's, the, it's not like fucking Christopher Columbus. There's no India on the other side. People have tried to go west. They all died. It's not a mystery. The people on the boat that, like, joined her are, like, on a suicide pact. It's like, hey, let's just go west. No one else has tried this. I, I, that is probably the most believable thing is that these people would fo- would follow her to me, 
because we've already seen that any any performance of incredible like any incredible feat is enough to get like a life bond out of these people she hasn't done anything oh well i guess killing the night yeah she's assassinating <laughs> she's a legend yeah. and then then we've got john who goes up to like the meaningless night's watch like what are they doing yeah they they're, there's How no they wall anymore? That wall there was like five of them left yeah so the, the, but there's no one supposedly mm-hmm. to be defending. There's no wildlings. There's no white walkers anymore. Yeah. So like, why even be up there? Just to yeah, the entire reason for the wall prison? was the white walkers. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so well, basically, he's he's moving the tribes back to their rightful place up north. But I mean, he's just gonna stay up there. Why would he not stay yeah. up there? So yeah, John ends up dying off on his own alone. Why did so he tell character... anyone that he killed her? No, that it, it wouldn't make sense. Because if he did, like Grey Worm would have killed him on the spot. Then how? If he didn't tell, then who did? I, I they didn't mention. They it don't explain it. They... It's a immediately he would would have died. He would, doesn't go to a jail cell for that. I think that I think like, that these people are idiots. That Grey Worm included. He's no he's back... no genius. Yeah, but Jon Snow knows nothing, so he wouldn't know how to talk himself out of like regicide is it regicide when it's the queen yeah it's still yeah. regicide it's okay i thought it regicide was just is any king. no regicide just stands for royalty okay so yeah he commits regicide i'm pretty sure one of the dothraki or gray Orm people killed what him. had locked his head off because like remember he was getting patted down for weapons or he just smuggled that one in is that is that what we're supposed to no i think he just no, he, he didn't have his right sword. In. He didn't have his sword though. All he had was his dagger on his on his on his. No, he has down. both. He has his sword and his dagger. He gets patted I'm down. The only, no, the only way. No, the other guys get patted down before they go see Danny. Oh. But be, but the way he gets he, into he did, the he, throne room is that he gets past the dragon. Who yeah. Was like keeping well, the that's door. Right, that's locked. right. But I'm pretty sure he didn't have uh, long claw. I I know he had. I know he had the dagger on his waistband, but I'm pretty sure he didn't have long claw. But I mean, I could be wrong. But the um, but the reason why he got patted down before is because he was going into the jail cell, and they didn't want him to kill Tyrion. I guess is the reason. Right. I did like but the yeah, uh, Star Wars army scene. Yeah, the, yelling at the first yeah. first Republic or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, well, that opening sequence, the cinematography for that sequence was incredible. When she rides in on the dragon. And the, she's walking towards the camera, and the wings of the dragon make her look like she has wings. And and then she's oh, peering yeah. over and yeah. sees the entire army. Like you know, that scene was you know, really you know, cool looking. What was most incredible about that was that there was an army. I watched all those people yeah. die. Like yeah, exactly. Ago. That's true. And now they're all back. But, like the unsullied, yeah, are fully reforced. What yeah. in the world? They they that army got broken like ten minutes ago. The <laughs> Yeah, how'd you get a thirty thousand man strong army? What else we got? Yeah, we've got the Dothraki fucking like bloodlust, like dancing around. Like it's uh, a lot of people were like pretty upset that they they let the Dothraki be like end that way. It's like they're still a murderous like horde. Like you're just gonna let them roam around Westeros now? Yeah, exactly. What is your answer to that? They've been good. There was like a shot of them down on the docks, just like. 
smiling willy-nilly. It's like, <laughs> no, these are fucking rapists, like, crazy people. Like, they can't be out in public. <laughs> they, they, they don't go down to the docks and trade fish for Mayor silver. Armstrong they fucking, like, kill people and take it. your fish. Yeah. <laughs> totally lost, like, the personality of what that those people were. Yeah, the, I, I mean the last well the last 10 minutes when you see what the dothraki and the and the unsullied are up to afterwards it makes zero sense like the unsullied that decided to go with gray worm just go to nar and then you have the uh, you, you just have the dothraki just wandering around or they become tradesmen which makes no sense given their cultural background <laughs> wait what about the suggestion that the unsullied start their own house <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of eunuchs. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, Davos is like, go to the Reach. There's no one in the Reach. It's like, everyone died in the Reach? Holy <laughs> shit. Like, there's like uh, 10 million people live there. Like, what happened? And it's like, oh, you just settle there. You'll you'll regrow your dicks and balls. And you'll have, you'll have little fucking unsullied kids. That was so stupid. I mean, I guess like Davos was just trying to think of some kind of way yep, of like, yeah, cal- yeah. calming the the group or whatever. Down. But that was like a really stupid idea. <laughs> but uh, again, the insulted going to Nath. Nath is an uninhabitable island. Like non-natives who go there like die within days. It has like uh, these like fuck, what are, yeah butterflies that have like some kind of you know doesn't like the foreign people. <laughs> they're gonna die immediately he just like sent his whole army off to die basically. Well, but it's just like a part of the show that like well in the show maybe there aren't butterflies but like why even name the island Nath or why have the well, Sandy the, B from it's, there it's a classic movie thing is like well the girl he loved was from there and so that's where he wants to go end up and see her see her land like they always said they would yeah, do you think that fucking peaceful island is like, oh great, a no one knows. 30, no like, one knows about this. Uh, no one knows 000. anything about the all that you know. You said more right there than ninety nine percent of people who watch the show know about that. Seventy five percent have if, no idea that's where Miss Sandy was from. Fifty percent don't know her name it, was Miss Sandy. What if it's a third world country? Like, do you think they're gonna be happy that like it's, a twenty thousand man army just showed up? You're, like again, that they have like, to feed. This no, many okay. people are asking this question. The rest of them, they only know one thing about Noth, and that that it's where Miss Andy's from. I love that there's not a single mention of Essos. He no one brought it. Like, it would be Dario. Funny. Oh yeah. Yeah, Dario Naharis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody acts there? like Marine doesn't exist anymore. What's gonna happen to the Bank of Bravos? Like. Or, like, yeah, the Iron Bank. Like, are they going to be like, oh, shit, like, uh, we back Cersei, but we're going to have to have you pick up the tab on the Golden on Company. On all of her debts? Yeah, 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 on all of her debts. Yeah, very impressive Golden Company. That battle lasted 10 seconds. That seems like... Because you shoot the whole show, and then you can trim everything else back. They should have just cut the Golden Company stuff Yeah. completely. Like, because they didn't do anything. It was so cheap. Like they tried, they showed the the guy that looked like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> like they showed him like menacingly staring at their army like twice, and then they showed him scared after they ran at him with the dragon. And it's like, okay, well, 
you sort of you, that was the most half-assed attempt at trying to make someone appear like villainous. Well, also the I mean, importance the of the Golden Company, the, the importance of the Golden Company throughout the books is is pretty high, and for them to, to turn them in just uh, into throwaway characters, um, it's just kind of sad to see. Yeah, they, there's a lot of throwing away going on in the show. That's for sure. Hmm. I'm so glad I watched it because it did have. Oh, of course. Peak, Peak of Thrones course. moments are as good as TV gets. There were several episodes oh. that really dropped my jaw. I would say you mentioned a couple of them, Tim, but my favorite was um, was when she blows up the sept, for sure. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Between the music yeah. you referenced, the music army, like mm-hmm. I love, I've always loved oh, the music. Yeah. I thought that was peak. It was my. I think it was like the most. It was one of the most powerful scenes in that it was like no one talked, no one spoke. It was just music for one of the most significant for the most significant scene of that season at least um yeah. and you know probably one of you know one of the most significant episodes i thought that was really good uh, i mean yep. obviously the red wedding yep um and, and then you have uh also the scene where Tyrion is on trial for poisoning Joffrey. like that sequence wow. was incredible the fucking yeah the mountain in the viper that is viper, that right, yeah awesome. who gave the order <laughs> <laughs> the fucking yeah. dead silence when like Tywin's his head like, explodes Tyrion, you are sentenced to die like <sighs> like they cut to like fucking dead silence so, like no fucking way Tyrion's gonna die we've, we've like talked wow about... i can't believe that turn of events yeah we've talked about this great. a few times but the not on the podcast like the, the the hardest part about sustaining this show was that actors like the actor that played the viper actor that played tywin didn't make it all the way through mm-hmm. like the the charisma level of the characters that they're they're left at the end they felt like leftover characters when so many of the real power brokers were gone it was kind of like it a, felt it felt hollow compared to some of the earlier seasons richness where it really felt like these are people at the peak of their peak of their manipulative powers working against each other versus a bunch of bumbling you know fools at the we end. did yeah we lost a lot of good villains because like i guess euron was the only like brought in new guy that was a villain. Buffoon. Whereas, yeah, we had Joffrey, we had Tywin, we had Ramsey, we had Roos. Yeah, we had we had guys that we really fucking hated, but they were so good. They were great actors, really. uh, And they were wily. They were wily. They were always one step ahead, um, unless you're caught in the crapper by your son. You have you have Tywin. Tywin was an incredible villain because he was just so sharp. Um, and he was just so ahead of everybody else. I mean, that scene where he's talking to Jamie about the important, importance of the houses, and he's like cutting the deer skin, yeah, and I've he's peeling like back each layer. <laughs> yeah, that, that scene's fantastic. And he's talking about like, we're all going to be in the dirt, but what's going to be left is our house and our names. That's it. A lion does not concern himself with the opinions himself, of the sheep. Of the sheep. Yeah, that's uh-huh. uh, yeah, a great scene. I, I mean, it's a. It, it's kind of in a, like a throwaway episode, but it's a fantastic scene. Yeah. But they, they really gave better... Those battles were so low-tech compared to the ones towards the end of the show, but they were yeah. such better staging behind it. Like, there yeah. was a lot of build-up to it. Whereas, like, they got so lazy at the end, or cheap, or I don't know why, where they ride up to the Queen of Thorns, and there's no fight scene. And he just <laughs> walks in and she's like, did my men fight well? He's like, 
they're all dead. <laughs> what do you care? <laughs> that was so bad. There was, yeah, there was also the the baggage train fight where, like, Danny, like, blows up all the food that's coming oh, yeah. to King's Landing. Yeah, yeah. And then Braun's, uh, like, trying to shoot the dragon. And they, like, Braun saves Jamie from rushing into yeah. the dragon and like fire, yeah. he supposedly drowns right but next episode he's fine all these people swimming around in armor yeah amazing. yeah with armor in one hand amazing <laughs> yeah yeah it was a um that well it was named battle of golden road yeah that that's not that one's not going to get a much of a mention in the book there was the I know that uh, it's a long time ago, but when Stannis is coming into the Blackwater, Stannis. like one of his men's like, oh, sir, we have to turn back. We're going to lose like hundreds. And he's like, thousands. He's like, come with me. And like, he's just like, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to win this shit. It's yeah. like, and then the evil Stannis music starts playing. It's like super yeah. badass. I, I love that part. I mean, that whole battle was awesome. Yeah. But, yeah and and yeah. the thing is, it, it it was done with like a light budget and, and the thing is um, that entire battle is dark but it, it's light enough where you can see it like <laughs> even, in the battle, though, even in the battle like half the scenes are cersei and sansa in the red keep like yeah. you know talking about like where where power lies or whatever like what is mm -hmm. a woman's weapon you know cersei's freaking out all the people like lancel's like reporting people on what's happening we 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 don't even get like many fight mm -hmm. scenes like Tyrion's yeah. speech is in front of like 10 people the fight mm -hmm. out into the beach area is like you can maybe yeah. see 20 extras mm -hmm. but yeah you didn't need fucking humongous cgi for it it was like relatively you know i don't know what the, what the term is but yeah it was just like low budget um but the thing is, it had productive. had more relevance because you had the commanders talking to each, talking to their underlings and giving orders, and so you knew what they were thinking, going into each situation, and then you got a feeling from what was going on behind the scenes that you didn't exactly need a huge battle to feel the importance going on around it. All you need is a couple people to concentrate on. Yeah. It's exciting. I think it's a good time to wrap this one. We've uh, gone on a bit. Kind of went a few different. What are you directions. talking about? I have several other things to nip. Oh, all right. Well, you went four, quiet. Four seasons ago. Uh, but no, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm on to Westworld in twelve months. Is that our best yeah. show? I assume it's the only like one that gets ninety million dollar budget. Yeah, for the next. Well, until the next Game of Thrones series comes out, I think it's about Duncan the Tall. I think is the next one coming about. It's going to take place. No, like it's about years. it's about the Long Night. It's about like what it, happened with the Children of the Forest. Oh, is it really? So it's like taking yeah. place like a thousand years ago. Yeah, or it's like a whatever. Thousand. Well, maybe then. So, so then, should we hope that this gives us all the answers about the Night King? I, I guess it it does, but then it's you know the. Darth Vader all over again, so you already know yeah. the ending. Or do you? Yeah, and... Or or has the Night King been brand warged in this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Through went back in time, warged into the Night yeah. King before he became the Night King. 
led himself all this way so that at this point in time he could become the real king. I really do like your opinion that like if if they cut the Arya stabbing the Night King right there and it just went black, that would be awesome. Or like not even stabbing, just like when she gets caught. If if Bran's eyes turn blue at the last second of the last oh. episode, oh. yeah, you'd be, you'd be able to like you know fucking talk about it the next like wait what the fuck does that mean like holy shit like you know how does how does this change everything whereas like after this it's kind of just like oh things just went on being the same like do, do you nothing remember, really like happened i don't know that this is the right game but like the era of video games when resident evil was popular and mm-hmm. any, you mean any like sort the of mid 90s yeah yeah any you know late 90s any sort of monster game if you died and you ran out of lives, there was like a little cinematic where the monsters consumed yeah. you and then they took over and you saw like the news flashing about how the world had been ruined because you weren't able to, you know, just defeat the, the boss or whatever. That would have been a great end to the show is that the Night King catches, catches Arya and then it becomes, that's the turn. That is, that's the prestige. And it's like, the big reveal is that he kills Arya instantly, defeats the rest of them, takes over the entire nation of you know Westeros, and 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 that's the end of the that's the end of the show. You you needed one or the other. You needed some shock value thing, or I think you you needed the the classic like end of the credits like and Sansa li- you know ruled for twenty years. And, <laughs> and, and, and Arya, you mean like? You mean yeah, you mean like, like an epilogue? Yeah, no, just yeah, the, like you know how like at the end of Animal House they like describe everyone's life in two seconds. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah, it's like, or yeah, you just needed like grown-up brand like telling like a maester like, oh, you gotta write this down like before it gets forgotten or something. Because like that's what I thought that they were gonna do. I thought they were gonna have Sam when he's older be like, this was the Song of Fire and Ice kind of yeah. like breaking it down for the other maesters he, he didn't need to wait he wanted to hit the book to hit the presses while he could still collect yeah. oh fuck that was terrible he says like oh yeah Tyrion are not even in the books like he was like a fucking major player of like mm-hmm. the last like 10 years like he was the hand of the king like for eight of them i thought they were joking again like they were trying to make another yeah another, it's joking that's, another it, like after a second of thoughts like that's dumb that's not even funny yeah um, oh, how, how, what do I look like in this book? It's like, oh, you weren't even in it. It's like, well, you, I don't, I don't even understand. How's that even possible? T- yeah, Tyrion was... is like accused of killing Joffrey. Like, or, well, <laughs> convicted of killing. He's one the, of the hand of the king. He's essentially. He kills, like... <laughs> he kills one of the other hands of the king. Then he's <laughs> yeah. like, then he's the opposing queen's hand. Kills his own father. Uh, <laughs> then he's the hand of Bran for whatever amount of time however long like, yeah he save, should be in the book what are you fucking talking about <laughs> who wrote that book save it Such for a the dumb joke yeah it's, and, it's really and like bad. you're a fucking writer it's not like you're like an impromptu comedian you had weeks to think of like a good line for like oh uh, yeah you know? that was such a good pun you didn't even mean to yeah <laughs> improper comedian yeah <laughs> rolling off the tongues now um yeah what is what a shame but i mean great show overall overall great show missed opportunity 
to yeah, really most, uh, the last the last two season two seasons they they really shit the bed, but uh, they they missed the landing. But overall, it's a great. The worst show. part is that those two guys are making a Star Wars trilogy. New Star Wars, yeah, and, and also an old Republic trilogy. Well, maybe if you put crap with crap, you end up with something good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't see how the Star Wars could get worse. It's been pretty. Pretty boring. It's been pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. The last, I would say, the last was it five years, four years. It's been pretty terrible. The new series has all been bad. Yeah. Uh the yeah. solo movie was okay, and Rogue One was fine. It was, yeah, it was serviceable, but that's never been Star Wars. Star Wars is right. never meant to be serviceable. But, well, and the last, um, the last Jedi trilogy has been horrible. It's been bad. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go it's... way off the rails if we keep going. <laughs> all right, guys, let's shut it down there. Game of Thrones nice in the book. Nice you guys. It's been, all right, it's I'll see you this weekend. No for... Yeah, we're now, we're now going to Vegas. All right. I'm going to stop the recording, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. All right, bye-bye. All right. Thanks.